WSL Charlotte Sports Live. It is a great night to watch CSL. It's a great night to watch CSL every single night. Thank you for joining us as always alongside Carla. I'm Will and this is one of those shows where we're like <laughs> I don't know. Let's make something up for tonight. Let's have some fun. Yeah, it's a slow summer night. Not a lot going on. We got the ESPYs, uh come. I guess they're still Soccer. going on. Did they yeah. just wrap up? It's I a made-up award ceremony. Yes. We got the CONCACAF Gold Cup going on as well. We're going to have highlights there. You say your part. Yeah, my part is this, <laughs> that uh, NASCAR has revealed its nominees for the Hall of Fame Class of 2024. We're going to get to that, and we are even covering college hoops. Yes in the middle of July, but we do start with the Carolina Panthers tonight. Yeah, it's not exactly news. It's kind of more <laughs> of a countdown because finally these doldrums of the NFL dead period are closing to an end. Thank goodness. The first practice of the training camp is two weeks from today, bright and early on July 26th. Rookies report to Spartanburg in 10 days, and we already knew the Panthers and Jets would hold joint practices before the preseason game number one, but today, we learned there's going to be more company at Camp Carla. That's right. This is actual news. Hard Knocks is coming to Wofford College in Spartanburg, but there is a little bit of a catch to this. The camera is going to be rolling on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. The Panthers will still get plenty of screen time during their August 9th and 10th practices with New York, so don't worry about that. Of course, the black and blue have never gotten picked for Hard Knocks, and the Jets, well, they were featured back in 2010, but, I mean, do you like the pick? Do you like that they're going to feature Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers brings as much drama and yeah. intrigue and interest as anybody in the NFL. He demanded to get out of Green Bay, wants to go to the Jets, and there's a lot of pressure on him. Probably the most pressure on him than any player in the NFL. So to see him interact with his new teammates and how young some of their stars are, I mean, they're the rookie on the offensive side and the defensive side. So to see him interact as an older guy with the younger guy, I think it'll be fun. It'll be intriguing. And, and it's perfect for Panther fans because fans get to have hard knocks here. Right. At the same time, the coaches don't have to have hard knocks on their sidelines throughout the entire training camp because it's such an intrusion. So it, it's perfect. Yeah, I think so. It's funny to me, though, Aaron Rodgers is one of those uh, athletes in the NFL that has like a faux hatred with the media. But I think he secretly <laughs> likes it because, you know, he's always on the Pat McAfee show all of the mm -hmm. time. And so it will be interesting, I think, to see cameras on him in this light, I feel like he probably will like the spotlight a little bit more because it is, yeah, more drama, new story for the NFL season. I love hearing from Aaron Rodgers because he thinks for himself. Yeah. He doesn't just toe the, toe the company line. He doesn't just give you a coach speak. He gives you interesting, thoughtful opinions, and whether you agree with it or Some not is irrelevant. Very different. Yeah, yes, so but like, yeah. it's different, but it's at least original, and you can engage with it, which I think – fun and intriguing. You can learn from it or disagree with it. But here's the rest of the Panthers preseason schedule. After Carolina hosts the Jets August 12th at the bank, the Panthers fly to Jersey for a meeting with the Giants. Then it's back home to wrap up the preseason slate against the Lions. You can watch both the Jets and Giants matchups right here on Fox Charlotte. But as you probably very clearly <laughs> noticed, it's a tough night for sports. No MLB, no NFL, uh, no NHL, no college games tonight. Really nothing. So you're really left with the NBA Summer League, the WNBA, and soccer because there's nothing to really bet on, frankly. Yeah, that's what you care <laughs> exactly. about the most uh, in the summer months. But we did already talk about the SB Awards. But why let ESPN have all the fun tonight, right? I mean, we got CSL here tonight. And we're going to hand out the Crownies, an award that we made up all of our own, but we're going to highlight some of Charlotte's very best athletes. All right, so we got three categories. The best newcomer. We need comeback. dramatic music. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we had a trophy that we were going <laughs> to present, but apparently not. The best newcomer. 
Comeback Player of the Year, and the top athlete. Carla, you go ahead and go first. Okay, so my best newcomer, I had to really think outside of the box with this one, but I'm going to go Kyle Filipowski, the freshman out of Duke. He has a pretty worthy resume, I think. The ACC Rookie of the Year made the all-freshman team, averaged 15 points, nine rebounds, and was a pr pretty consistent presence. I mean, he really was the team that Duke kind of built around this season. And so, yeah, he is my Newcomer of the Year. When we go to Comeback Player of the Year, I'm going to Henry Anderson. If you don't remember who he is, well, he is a Panthers defensive end right now. He suffered a minor stroke that hospitalized him last fall. He actually came back in December. And then in late March, the Panthers decided to sign him for another one-year deal. And so, I mean, he's only 31 years old, but to go through a stroke, come back the very same season, a minor stroke at that, but still, uh, I, I think that's probably one of the better stories to come out of the Panthers last season. That's a great pick. And then top athlete, I'm going college again. Aaliyah Boston, the forward out of South Carolina, even a longer resume, SEC Player of the Year, SEC Defensive Player of the Year. She won the John Wooden Award, drafted first in the WNBA. She's now averaging in the league 23 points and nine rebounds. And get this, she's being considered for the WNBA All-Star as a rookie. And so I think that uh, says a lot. All right, so let's take a look at your picks. On one full screen, there they are. I, I mean, I love the Henry Anderson pick because it's, it's not, it's one of those things that didn't get a whole lot of attention outside right. of Charlotte, honestly. It probably should have gotten more, but welcome to being in Charlotte. That's <laughs> how it works. Filipowski, like the dude was a stud all year long. He really carried, I don't know if he carried the team, but he was a, a big yeah. part of that team. And obviously, Aaliyah Boston carried that team. She was the focal point on that team. So I think it's a pretty nice job. And by the way, Thanks. I don't know if we can pop on camera. <laughs> it's a little dusty. Maybe not. Um, it's filthy. We're yeah. going to show you the camera, or the trophy. Here yeah, here it is. <laughs> It's actually disgusting, so it's a good thing you can't see it. But these are the honors. The crownies. That's that what you get. That everyone is fighting over for tonight. So my <laughs> best newcomer is going to the Panthers kicker, Eddie Pinheiro. Great pick. Last year was his first year here. It feels like he's been here for a couple of years. He's coming back because he was so good. He was 33-35, made 94% of his kicks. Those 33 makes, that was fourth in the NFL. His 94 percentage make rate, Pops in the league for any kicker with at least 30 attempts. The dude was a stallion. We all know what happened in Atlanta. But did you also know that after Atlanta and he missed those kicks, he was perfect the rest of the season. So speaking of bouncing back, here's your comeback player. This was kind of an obvious one, honestly. Uh, but it was obvious because it was so special. Liam Hendricks, he was diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He used to play for the White Sox. He beat that cancer overcame the odds, made it back to the White Sox. But before so, he had to get ready and pitched right here in Charlotte for the Knights. And you can Creative see. Creative one, I like it. So dang good and such an awesome story. And then finally, my top athlete. I went outside the box for this one. Cam Fisher, mm -hmm. baseball player at Charlotte. 30 home runs and 298 at bats. That's more than a home run in every 10 plate appearances. It's the most home runs by a Niner in a single season ever. He was also an All-American. So um, needless to say, I think he really shined this year. And he obviously didn't get the shine that he probably deserved due to the fact that he is at Charlotte, but he's now going to be got drafted and he's going to be playing some professional baseball. So your thoughts on those guys? I agree with the Cam Fisher. Also, recency bias plays a factor into that, yeah. too, because we have seen them uh, do so well in the postseason with Charlotte and, of course, the MLB draft just this past week. Liam Hendricks, I think that's a great story. And one that I really didn't even think about, again, we had to kind of think 
kind of think outside of the box with all of these, which I don't know what that really says about uh, the athletes here in Charlotte right now. But Eddie Pinheiro, that is probably my favorite one. And just because you kind of were like, oh, wait, who did he replace? And you're like, Gonzalez, yeah. who was a great kicker for the Panthers. But he just got hurt and kind of got hurt at a bad time. We were almost kind of wondering if Eddie Pinheiro was going to come back with the Panthers. And, and they the were plan like, was yeah. to not bring him back. Right. And they actually told him he wasn't coming back. And then they told Zane he, he was coming yeah. back. And they're like, you know what? Let's ride the hot leg, if you will. And they brought Eddie back. So he yeah. turned his first year. That wasn't supposed to happen because Zane got injured in the preseason. I, get, I think it was against the Patriots. No, it was at home. So whoever it was, he got hurt in the preseason. Right. And came Eddie. He's now turned this into a multi-year deal with the Panthers. So Eddie just had an awesome year. Now Zane's with the 49ers, so his career will roll on as well. But it is a beautiful day, some beautiful summer day in uh, San Diego. <laughs> so let's get into the Gold Cup semifinals between the U.S. and Panama. A live sport today. Wow. That's the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Sammy, is you ready for this? Uh, I'm, I'm ready, yep. Oh, let's get, let's get weird. <laughs> Jesus Ferreira gets one inside the right post. It was one nothing Panama at that point. It's late in the game. I mean, we're in the 105th minute at that point. So now we go to penalty kicks or extra kicks, whatever you want to call them. And, so far, so bad for the United States. You see that red circle, unfortunately. So then Panama gets on the board, and they will go on to win this one, two to one. Your final will be most one one. It's soccer. That was a long game. It was the longest soccer game I've ever seen in my life. But actually, it was fun because there was some intrigue down the stretch. But USA was unfortunate. Speaking of awards, though, as we just went through, your nominees, your new nominees for the new NASCAR Hall of Fame class, 2024 are going to be revealed to you next. <laughs> you read that well. All right, and Kyle Filipowski, he just won a crownie, but he's already preparing for year two in Durham. Hear from him and the other Blue Devils who are back at work right now. NASCAR adds some pretty big nominees to their NASCAR Hall of Fame class of 2024. Seven-time champions Jimmy Johnson and his crew chief Chad Knauss join the modern era ballot together in their first year of eligibility. They join other big names like Jeff Burton, Carl Edwards, Ricky Rudd, and Neil Bonnet. Donnie Allison joins the Pioneer ballot for the first time, and then longtime NASCAR executive Les Richter joins the Landmark Award ballot. Now moving to the current Cup Series standings, we have 11 different winners and only seven more races left for drivers to try and solidify a spot into the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. William Byron doing his thing, dominating the field in points and wins. And when you get around the cutoff line, you start to realize just how tight of a race this really is with the remaining stretch of the schedule. Daniel Suarez, Michael McDowell, Bubba Wallace, and A.J. Allmendinger all within about 16 points of each other. Should be a pretty fun end of the season. NASCAR now heads to New Hampshire this weekend. Again, only seven races until the end of the regular season. Surprise Bubba's out of the playoffs and Dinger and how well he's actually doing. I know. Uh, Queens men's basketball is making the trip to Cameron Indoor this upcoming season for a meeting with the Blue Devils. It's the first time, as you can probably imagine, the two will play. They will play on December 30th before the Royals start conference play on January 6th. Now, speaking of the Blue Devils, the NCAA has no teeth. They don't make any rules anymore, so now you can basically do whatever you want. So that allows college basketball teams to start workouts during the summer. So because of that, Duke's entire team is back on campus. They're attending summer school and practicing for the upcoming season. And our good friend Kevin Conley doesn't take a day off, so he was there for practice earlier today and has more from Durham. 
Duke has another freshman class full of five-star recruits, but the biggest star is not a freshman. It's Kyle Filipowski. The ACC Rookie of the Year announced a month ago that he would be coming back for his sophomore season, even though he was projected to be a first-round pick in the most recent NBA draft. Off-season hip surgery corrected a lingering issue. Flip feels he'll be even better this year. I, mean, I feel so much better than, than I did last year, and you know the, the strength is just unbelievable for myself. You know, the surgery I got, I was able to, you know, just open up a whole new world to me and, and, and my body. Filipowski is not alone. Guards Jeremy Roach and Tyrese Proctor, along with wing Mark Mitchell, are also back. 81% of Duke's offense from last year is returning, which is the highest percentage in the ACC. They kind of know what to do. Um, they know what to expect in the ACC. They know what to expect in the non-conference, and they know what to expect uh, every day. I mean, I feel like this is probably one of the most complete teams that I've been on. Now for the new guys, TJ Powers, Sean Stewart, Caleb Foster, and Jared McLean are all five-star recruits ranked in the top 25 nationally of all incoming freshmen. There will be more of a battle for playing time than in recent years at Duke. Five guys can start. Five guys can close a game. Uh, you can play... 10, you can play seven, you can, there's, I don't have a set way because end of the day, and this is my experience as a coach and my experience as a player, they'll decide it. The 2023-24 basketball season will be year number two for John Shire as head coach, and the players already see a difference in the man who was handpicked by Mike Krzyzewski to take over the Duke program. This year is a little bit more demonstrative with it. Uh, just looks like he's feeling a little more comfortable second time around. Um, and it's, uh, it's been exciting just to see him grow and, and uh, like I said, be a little bit more, more confident with everything he's doing. While Duke does have eight returning players, Shire is quick to point out that this is a different team and will have to develop its own personality. That's another thing he learned from Coach K. It's not like we were this juggernaut last year. We, we had a great end of the season. We had a really good year. ACC champs, all that's great. That's behind us. And so everything that you do, you know, naturally as a player returning, there's credibility you get from things you've done that doesn't earn you a certain role. That doesn't earn you minutes. That doesn't earn you wins. Duke will be ranked in the top three when preseason polls are released, but that's just the starting point. In Durham, Kevin Conley, Fox 8 News. The U.S. women's national team has landed. What's next for the reigning World Cup champs, though? We're going to let you know coming up. And we've already told you Hard Knocks will feature the New York Jets, but is Aaron Rodgers enough to keep you intrigued throughout their season? We're going to cover it next in Quick Six. CSL back in two. The U.S. women's national team touched down in Auckland, New Zealand yesterday. The squad is just nine days away from their opening match against Vietnam on July 21st. A lot of expectations surrounding this team as they look to win their third straight World Cup title. The U.S. is in Group E, and here's a look at those game times for the group stage. Starting with those Vietnamese matches that we mentioned, we got the Netherlands on the 26th and finally Portugal on August 1st. That one's at 3 a.m. in the morning, but hey, the good news is, is you don't even have to change the channel. All of those games are right here on Fox Charlotte. And the Checkers, their 23-24 schedule has been released. We already knew Charlotte will open the season with the Wilkes-Barre uh, Scranton Penguins on Friday, October 13th. And a few more notable games on the schedule. The Checkers take on the reigning Calder Cup champs, the Hershey Bears on December 1st, and a big outdoor game at Truist Field. That one I can't wait for against the Americans of Rochester. That's January 13th and getting festive 
a St. Patrick's Day scrap against Springfield. And then finally, the last game of the season comes on April 21st against the Phantoms. Get your tickets now. Hey, where's Brian Blakely? He's her. Oh, right there he is. Here. That, there he is. You're always on time, Brian. We appreciate that. It is time for Quick Six, where we cover any other lingering topic out of the Carolinas and beyond. So let's put two minutes on the clock. And Brian, the Panthers training camp, we've already said, it's just two weeks out. So what position group are you most interested in watching develop down in Spartanburg? Well, first off, I'm going to say the quarterbacks. I want to see how Bryce Young does because as the quarterback goes in the NFL, that's what you're always looking at. So I want to see how he goes. But then on defense, defensive front, the defensive secondary, that's still some question marks, and the defensive line with that 3-4 scheme, how they're going to shake out. All right, well, what current Carolina professional athlete has the potential to supersede their sport and popularity? Um, I think LaMelo Balls, like if he can have a good year and stay healthy, he could become one of the biggest superstars in the entire NBA, and he yeah. is here to stay after his new contract. Another dark, like an extreme dark horse, but Jeremy Chin. Yeah. Like he's such a freak that if he puts it all together, the plays that he could make, the highlight-driven real plays that he could make, like a Troy Polamalu, keep an eye on him. Yes. Uh, Brian, Jets have been selected for Hard Knocks. Does it intrigue you enough to watch, though? Yeah, absolutely. I'm one of the biggest fans of Hard Knocks. I can't wait for it every Tuesday in preseason, <laughs> especially with Aaron Rodgers and that enigmatic personality. But this year's Dan Campbell, it's going to be Robert Sala. He's uh, not the quote machine that Dan Campbell is, but he's got just a good personality. Pretty fiery. Yes, he is. All right, well, is there any shot that Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss do not get into the Hall of Fame on their first year? I mean, it, the Hall of Fame would have to cease to exist. You, <laughs> Blow up. Like, Jim, you could just have Jimmy in on his right. own because of his accomplishments and then Canals, the same thing. You can't have uh, one without yeah, the other, like, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Brian, how many years till the National League wins the All-Star game again? Took 11 years, right? Yeah. Well, let's cut that in half somewhere in five or six years to say, not the 11. All right, well, you lived in a couple of different states, so what state has the worst drivers? So North Carolina is up there. Like New York, <laughs> is, yes. not up there. New York's aggressive. They're not bad. Ma Massachusetts, bad. North Carolina, if you don't Extremely learn how to use your, 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 brink, your blinker, <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that, guys. It's horrible. <laughs> and by the way, when you're in the left lane, you got to go faster than all the cars to your right. You can't sit yes. there and just, just putter around like a little Preach. Mildred. Preach. Right? Yep. All right. Horrible. Keep going. No, <clears throat> no, no, that's enough for right now. App State <laughs> fan and country music star Luke Combs is getting ready for his concert this weekend here in the Queen City. But I'll be here, there. I'll be there. You are? Yeah, yeah I'm okay. going to be there. And Will Kunkel is going to be there. Uh, but here, Breaking. what he's doing before he steps on stage, he earns one of tonight's QC crowns. That's when we come back. Well, if you haven't listened to Charlotte Sports Live, the podcast yet, you're missing out. Scan the QR code right now on your screen. Tap the button that pops up and subscribe. You can get all of your Charlotte sports news and chatter in the palm of your hand any day of the week. It's awesome. We make it pretty easy. It's so good. It's like I love the <laughs> people on this show. Every day. They're so they're so talented and <laughs> such great opinions. All right, it's now time for our QC crowns. Carla, oh boy. lead us off. All right, mine is a good one. It goes in, goes, oh, how goes, nice in, of you to goes. Say. I can't even goes like talk it. right now. Yeah, you Luke Combs visits Atrium Health Children's Hospital and gives them free concert tickets for the weekend. Wow. I just love this gesture, and he seems like a, a pretty cool dude. That's pretty sweet. Um, I'm giving my crown to the Bills training staff because they received the Pat Tillman Award for service tonight at the ESPYs. 
And guess who handed it out? Damar Hamlin. And then you see the emotions just pouring out. Chills. Yeah. Kind of got teary eyed. Pretty crazy. Yeah. It's amazing to think he was. Biggest story of the year. Yeah. That was the biggest story of the year. Oh my God. For was, sure. I mean, he was dead on the field yeah. and revived. And here he is. He's playing football. Now he's running 40s faster than he ever has. By the way, I saw some clips of Pat McAfee from this thing. Yeah. What a beauty. Yeah. Like, what a gem. <laughs> Speaking of, that's Carla. I'm Will. We'll see you guys tomorrow night.